Carter, I never told you. Uh, Janelle's funnier than you. <gasps> Janelle's like really funny. No. <laughs> She's hilarious. We went out for dinner before the end of the world part three. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she was cracking me. I, I, the first thing I said when I got to the car with Lisa, I said, Janelle's like really witty, man. She's like, she's funny, Carter. Your your wife might be funnier than you, Anika. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! I know, and I, I, I mean, I and 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 you know what Lisa said? She said every time we hang out with them, you always say that that she's funnier. <laughs> Get her on the pod instead of me. Now Frick. I don't know if that's actually true Carter. i don't want to really hurt your feelings but i'm just saying she's got a pretty like a little bit dark and sarcastic and like like under the radar witty like (laughs) all the time like it doesn't stop either and she has this like kind of evil laugh that she'll just do sometimes it's great It's, it's hilarious she would be uh you know she she she's a She's funny. That's all I'm going to say. So you could play that for her sometime and she'll never let you live it down. You're going to cut that whole thing. Here comes the wisdom and here comes the truth. And here comes your favorite podcast, always still made for you. Hey, okay, this is a weird topic. This is a weird topic. Mm-hmm. Oh, frick, I gotta find it. So there's this, uh, I guess, f- f- sports columnist that uh, I really enjoy. She's very good. Mm-hmm. Um. She he discovered that there is a, um, and she doesn't like post pictures of herself. So maybe like, oh, here's me and Joe Burrow, kind of like I, I cross stitched him, uh, something, and and maybe she's like wearing sandals in the photo, you know. And it's like you see her and Joe next to each other, and she's like, oh God, I just found out about this website, and uh, she's not exactly famous or anything like that, but it's called WikiFeet, the collaborative celebrity feet website. Oh, WikiFeet, yes. Yeah, and like, she is like a nobody, like used to work for Sports Illustrated and works for Fox now. And And like, feet are on there? There's like 50 feet pictures of her on there. It's so funny. It's RexRyan.com. I know, exactly. So like, an actual like celebrity who's been photographed a million times, like Sandra Bullock or something, there must be like 20,000 pictures in there. It's just, I love foot fetish people. They're the absolute best people in the world. I agree. You know what? I'm just oh, glad that they have something that makes them happy. No, yeah. They're, they're kind of non-threatening. Like, and they're, life's um, hard, man. Relationships are rough. That really does it for you? Good on you, man. That's harmless, good fun. Like, I wish, I wish I had a foot fetish. You know, like. That'd be sweet. 
Here we go. Selma Hayek, shoe size, 6.5 US. Wow. <laughs> Birth date, 19. Weird. Man, Selma's old, 1966. She's uh, rated out of five. Five. Gorgeous feet. <laughs> oh, so her feet are just. Wow. And okay, well, what's the site click... called? Wikifeet? Wikifeet.com. You can click email me when there's new pictures, which would be every day, I guess, here. Wiki feet. Oh, and this is like a 1994 website too. Like well, this isn't about the, this isn't about the layout. This isn't. This is about quality foot content. And it's so funny. So I'm looking at a picture here. Um, so uh, Selma, just normal day at Selma, no makeup. Her hair is up, and she's behind her big dog that she's washing. She's giving this dog a bath, and this dog is soaking wet. And there's the hose, and the dog is in the way. But what's behind those dog feet? Wet feet. Those dogs are those dogs are barking. Ooh, what's behind those paws? Selma's paws. It's like the most wholesome, unsexualized I'm get, photo I'm gonna get ever. Now, aren't I? And, uh, yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. Like I just, I and, didn't even and, go into dark mode. I'm Lisa. I'm sorry in advance if you ever hear this. <laughs> Me neither. Here. Yeah. Oh, look! Happy, happy birthday to these uh, Katie Couric. Oh, there's Kate. Let's see what what Katie Couric's shoe size no, is. Six point five US. Okay, okay. What do you think? Katie's out of five for feet. Katie is a cute little four and a half. Yeah, it's four. I was I was hoping it'd be five. Was, all women all women have gorgeous feet, I thought. Nope. These it these probably guys became a four because of what was it, the racism? Or what did she do? Did she do a racism? What did Katie, Katie do? She she did a something. What was her scandal? I don't know. Is she She was abroad, you read the news. That's how scandalous as it'll be. You can't have it needs to be a man. So I had some medical problems. Everyone else, yeah. It's like, and Trevor and Carter are like, you need to go to emergency room right now because you're dying. <laughs> like, this is bad. Bad, 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 you're dead. So it's like, yeah, okay, I'll listen to you. Not, not dead. Mm, on the, yeah. But definitely worth going to the doctor. If there's things that are worth going to the doctor and things that are not. I go for things that are not worth going to the doctor. <laughs> so, yeah. the do I'm probably saying that now because, yeah, the all the medical people, once I eventually went, were like, eh, nothing. <laughs> Here you go. But at the time, I was pretty... So I looked, and it's like, oh, it's my lucky day. It's a Thursday. The walk-in is open until 8 o'clock, and it was 6 so I race down there. It's like, eh, it's probably still going to be so packed that I won't be able to get in today, but I'll try. And then when I get there, oh, sign on the door saying, nope, 6.30 closes for holidays or some, maybe just for lack of people to work there. But it's 6, so I go in. Mm, this is weird. Yeah. The meeting room is full of like 200 healthcare workers having a Christmas dinner. It was this one day that it was closed. They'd closed like four hours ago to, yeah, for their Christmas dinner. And somehow nobody locked the door in the four hours and nobody else <laughs> came in. So I stumble in in the cold, all hopeful. 
and just you pass me some stuffing and also check this out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> take a look at this. Get denied. Yeah, and get de- and get denied. So it's just the way the denial happened was hopeful, and then yeah. at a Christmas yeah. party. Yeah, like I'm surprised somebody didn't say, "Oh, come here, let's let's just." <laughs> if it was Carter, yeah, he would have. Mm-hmm. Carter would help you. Mm-hmm. But not these people. Also, yeah. that seems like a really bad idea for all the medical workers. <laughs> all the medical, yeah. <laughs> Gathering, I know, right? I mean, but it has to, yeah. I, I, to. I had a, I held a concert on like December seventeenth with like. I was at a full, kids. full capacity Jets game December nineteenth with my son. I'm so glad I did it now because it's never yeah. happening again. Probably one <laughs> foot one, so yeah. yeah. But that's then, cool. It, okay, but so for my get rejected. No, that's that's. Did you walk of, out of just... the? Did you walk out of the place like like George Michael Bluth? Yeah, I was just like, well, that's <laughs> it. That's it. I'm dead. Looks like I'm a dead. <laughs> I'm trying to work on my posture a bit because I've been sitting too much. And mm-hmm. and then I mm-hmm. I finally get talked into helping out, which was, honestly, I'm not going to lie, it was super fun. I coached a girl's basketball practice. Because mm-hmm. I basically, my rule was I'm not coaching anything because sports are stupid and impossible and it's going to get shut down. Mm-hmm. So I was very anti-sports because, not because I hate sports or kids or free time. I just didn't believe in sending that message that we should be playing sports right now, you know? So finally, I'm I'm putting on a show. I'm like, okay, if I'm doing that, I'm a bit of a hypocrite if I won't help kids. So I'll I'll join some practices and help. So I ended up playing a little bit, just doing some demonstrations. Nothing crazy. Like I'd say on a basketball level, it was like a three out of ten. Um, and the next day, I was a little sore. And then I uh, I was laying down in my classroom at lunch eating, and I was kind of like on a desk, kind of laying. Mm-hmm. Put my feet on the ground, and all of a sudden, I just couldn't bend back up. It was just gone. Like I was bent at basically not ninety degrees, but I was closer to the floor than I was upright, and I just couldn't stand up. I just couldn't do it. I was just locked, and like my legs were like numb. It was great. So I was like, "Oh God, this is it." Now this is on. December 22nd, in which I have to drive eight hours to Winnipeg, then fly four hours to Vancouver, and then drive five hours to Powell River, right as I threw my back out, which you ever look up what the worst thing you can do once you hurt your back? It's sitting for long periods of time. Yeah. We get to Vancouver, (laughs) and I'm not kidding. I thought Lisa's dad was going to tell Lisa to leave me. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go back to 1992, 30 years ago. I like those segments on episode 301 I had about Pepsi points and the Harrier jet and uh pepsi owning that was quality quality research yeah so i'm going back to the pepsi well here Ooh, the pepsi well could you imagine yeah unlimited fountain so 1992 (laughs) pepsi had a huge contest in the philippines huge contest first of all 
I love anything that has to do with the contest in the Philippines because I know they're going to give it their all. <laughs> yeah. So they're giving away two grand prizes worth 1 million pesos each, about $40,000 Canadian, yeah. which is a lot of money 30 years ago because the average monthly salary of entire Filipino family then was $100. So if you're winning 40000 that's huge. So apparently, it's it's reported that 70% of the entire country was tuned in to their television sets under Holy. the caps of specially marked bottles of Pepsi, three digit numbers. Okay. Okay. So everybody got a cap was in the contest. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had okay. a 12 pack of Pepsi, uh, like and then you had to watch Pepsi, TV you to see if your numbers were. Yeah. Holy. So geez. everyone was just, you know, buying Pepsi, finding Pepsi, all that stuff. Wait, question. Yep. Is Pepsi associated with Jollibee? <laughs> That's a good what question. Is, what is the official beverage of Jollibee? I'll look it up. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So they're tuning in. They're watching the show. They've got their lids. They've tuned in. Number three, four, nine. Shrieks of joy could be heard in the neighborhood. I won. The person in the apartment above you. Whoa, I won. Grandma. What? <laughs> I got three, four, nine. Everyone. There was only supposed to be two winners, but a lot of people won. There was uh, <clears throat> 800,000 uh, bottle caps with the number three, four, nine underneath. Printing glitch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Some people even had dozens of three, four, nines in their possession. So, what do you do? You show up in Pepsi bottling plants the next day to claim your prize. Stopped at the gates. We've made an error. No prizes to be given out. Mass outrage and riot. This is from CBC. Mass outrage and riots erupted. Convoy was started. Convoy was started. Pepsi puts up a barbed wire fence around the buildings. Homemade bombs heaved into the bottling plants. Yeah, I would burn it down. I imagine think your life had changed forever. Yeah. And then they, and they just yeah. ran away. And they could pay it. Oh Pepsi could. no, they couldn't. What would it be like four trillion dollars? 30, Thirty-two billion dollars. Carter, you, know you know what's sad, Carter? Yeah. Pepsi they could, could pay it. They could pay it. <laughs> Carter, so, I'm gonna read you a very special sentence here, okay? Listen to what I'm about to say. <laughs> In the Philippines, Jollibee serves Coca-Cola products for its beverages, but in overseas markets, the chain serves Pepsi because there's because there's no way in the Philippines they're serving Pepsi there. After this, everywhere else in the world, Pepsi, but in in Philippines, Coca-Cola, man. Yeah, I bet you there's something in that. I bet you. Yeah, at the time of the the contest, uh, Pepsi jumped from 19% market share to 24%. And uh, 40% sales hired. Like, bottling plants were running 20 hours a day during this promotion. Um, so, yeah, it would have cost them $32 billion. And the, the entire GDP of the Philippines back then was $52 billion. <laughs> so, as a goodwill gesture, they were going to give $20 to everyone with the with 349 bottle. So, that would be... Uh, 
yeah, so some accepted. I think they paid out ten million dollars, but they they so the rioting intensified. Thirty five Pepsi trucks overturned and burned. Molotov cocktails tossed through the windows of Pepsi offices. Bodyguards were hired. Five people died, and many were more <laughs> injured. Uh, and so all this legal uh, uh, legal challenges that that lasted for fourteen years until two thousand six. And so in the Philippines, there is a term for like, you know, I got duped. I got 349, <laughs> 349. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. 689 lawsuits and stuff like that. Yeah. That's amazing, Carter. That's a good story. That's an amazing story. How did you find that? Don't reveal your sources. It's okay. Philippines. That, uh, that, that it's sold everywhere but there. It's all about the Coke. That's amazing that they could... If you Imagine if they Pepsi, they nobody would go there. Yep. <laughs> Unless they throw a Molotov cocktail in there, too. With the... Uh, what is it? What kind of spaghetti is it? Spaghetti with ketchup? That's I think that's... Spaghetti, yeah. baby, yeah. And fried, fried, uh, fried chicken. Coming down a pneumatic tube. <laughs> <laughs> Jolly Pete. Coke? Coke? I guess Coke is just Coke, right? While well, Pepsi's always getting into trouble because they're always number two, right? So they're, they're always, always biting off more than they could chew, Pepsi. <laughs> you know, so they're always just trying trying something. If you're associated with background. Colonel Sanders, you're up to no good. Because <laughs> he was a bad man. That would be a good technology just to scrub <laughs> sex stuff out of sci-fi. Sci-fi, hundred percent of the time. Star Trek, Star Wars have that. Oh no, new Star Trek. That's why it's so bad. It's very in-your-face sexy now. Like the new Picard Discovery? show. Yeah. Oh, the Picard show, okay. Yeah, just everyone's a sexy space lesbian now. So if you don't like it, then you're just an old sexist nerd. <laughs> okay, I guess maybe never mind. Star Trek was very, very horny to the TV show. Oh, well, even the original one, yeah. The original, yeah. He was, so he was sleeping with everything, man. <laughs> Kirk was just leering. But it was kind of in a playful way. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he was as the captain. Yes, with, with all the other people on his ship that he was captain of. <laughs> oh, damn it. I thought more about the people on the planets where he would show down and pull a captain rank to wheel some green woman, you know? Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking on his own ship. Yeah, that's that's there should be rules against that. But uh, I think when you come down to a planet, it's fair game if you're the captain. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, the, technically, if he was following ethics, the Captain Kirk couldn't have uh, relations with anyone because he's the captain of all of them, right? <laughs> so his only chance is when he gets onto another planet. <laughs> so he's got to go after the green girl, you know? Hey, I won't judge you. I think that's a valid point. That explains Captain Kirk's randiness in all those episodes, because what else is he going to do? Got the slow times in between. <laughs> Just can leer. 
He's on the Enterprise for a year at a time. Have you ever seen the when they take the the footage of the Enterprise? And they stabilize it when the when the ships are. Oh blocking. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are amazing videos. <sighs> to explain it to everybody, it's like uh, clearly when the when the ship is getting hit by something, the actors rock around back and forth, and the camera moves. And they shake the camera and the actors shake and it makes it feel like the ship is shaking. But if you stabilize the camera, it's just a bunch of actors rocking around in their chairs and it looks really stupid and funny. It's quite good. It's quite good. So yeah, uh, got two kids and so janelle and i decided to take a parenting class oh i thought you were through... gonna say have another kid i was gonna no. scream no it's it's like you know it's like through manitoba health or, or something like that it's like oh yeah so it's uh like later at night a teleconference with like 15 oh. other 10 other parents or something like that you, you work through a book or something like that this is a saturday night live skit well so we're like going through the book before the first class. We're like, this is kind of easy. And so I've come to the realization that this class, like, because the, the way we were thinking is like, you know, like, oh, you know, how to make morning routines a little easier or how to get your kids to go to bed better and smoother and all that kind of stuff, right? Poison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so with the internet, like no, like ten years ago, you would have googled this and like actually seen some good stuff. But now it's like, oh, you know, like you're gonna get some. Oh, you just give your your kids some essential oils and stuff like that. So we're like, yeah, this is actually like backed up in in science and research. So let's uh, let's do this. And we're like, this seems too easy. And yeah, uh, I think we maybe like <laughs> signed up in a class. It's like. Uh, were your kids just taken away by CFS for the oh, last no. month and you wanted to get them back? <laughs> <laughs> so the very first thing we noticed is, um, so like I said, like 10, maybe 10 other parents. Uh, okay. So like, oh, you, you, no, know, you, Carter, you like record your voice. Like who's, who's on the other line to join the conference call. And like, I'm like, it's, Carter and then you know, Edge no and everyone's just like it's uh Susan. <laughs> <laughs> so all the ten people, you know how many other men? You know how many couples there are of, of the ten? Zero. Zero! I'm the only guy there. <laughs> um Oh, is that meth head mums? I thought it'd be dads. I don't know. I don't know. But, if dads uh, give up on their kids, though, who are we kidding? Dad's like, yeah, you keep them. I'll go spread my seed, must be baby. pretty worn out by this time of day, right? Yeah, that's what I have here. Uh, tired moms is my notes. Hold and then um, I want to get in on this. Yeah. So the very first thing we hear when we sign in is we actually do hear a guy like yelling in the background. And I wrote down exactly what he wrote. Why are you looking at me being all judgy? And then a woman said, We're on the phone! <laughs> That's my first experience. 
Oh my god! Uh, this is a, this is like you found Fight Club by accident. I think so. This is like you went to the cancer survivors group and you found Fight Club. <laughs> so that was oh the only god. appearance of another male. Is when he screamed, "Why are you looking at me, being all judgy?" Because he probably wanted to watch the game or something like that. This is the that... darkest comedy I've ever heard. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, Carter! I'm so impressed. And then we've how got many, the how many sessions so far? Two. We've done two. Yeah. Film them, <laughs> please, Carter. Please let me watch these at three a.m.